Welcome to Todd Talks, where I help you design your best life. Not the life I choose for you, but the life you dream about and choose for yourself. You are the dreamer of your own dreams. How self-aware are you? What is holding you back? What is causing your feelings of loneliness, depression, frustration, ambiguity, or being out of touch? Are you feeling these things? The challenges you face in life can cause you to feel lost, confused, struggle, and have low self-esteem. You can end up wondering, is this it? Is this all there is to life? And yet, as you contemplate your life, this is the beginning of clarity. Before you can grow, you have to know. Now, I have a good story for you. Several years ago, I had the opportunity to go touch the wild blue yonder once again. This was after a four-year, five-year break from flying. I went to check out an aircraft factory a couple hours away from Belgrade. Yes, I lived in Serbia at the time, and they offered to take me flying in their light sport aircraft. It looked quite similar to a Cessna 150, but that's where the similarities ended. This plane was, in a word, amazing, like literally amazing. It had a stick, not a yoke, and an electronic fuel control, which made the 100 horsepower engine purr like a kitten, a very angry kitten, and provided instantaneous responses. Not only that, but this thing was rated to 8 Gs. For those of you that don't understand or know G-forces, you know how it is when you drive a car and turn hard around a turn and you feel yourself being pushed sideways? Or when you slam on the gas and get pushed back in the seat? Well, the maximum you're feeling in those situations is about 1.3 to 1.4 Gs. That makes you feel slightly heavier than normal. This plane was fully aerobatic and rated to 8 Gs, which for me meant that if I pulled 8 Gs, I felt like I weighed 1,600 pounds. Yes, 1,600 pounds, 800 kilos for those of you on the metric system. I got a tour of the factory and saw how they tested things, and I've got to say, it was pretty cool. I personally would love to own one of these planes, but... Like you, I don't currently have $55,000 euro extra laying around. To make a long story longer, the owner asked if I wanted a ride, so we went out to the grass strip and saddled up. It was one of those perfect weather days. Not hot, with no wind, and not a cloud in the sky. It was beautiful. We hopped into the plane, and I strapped in on the co-pilot side. We started the engine, and I had a short warm-up. The engine, being as small as it was, it was a Rotex engine, sounded a bit like a lawnmower, except very smooth. Like I said, angry kittens. Power went forward and darned if we weren't airborne within about 100 meters. We climbed to a couple hundred feet and threw the airplane around into a 180 degree turn and landed right back on the field. The runway wasn't more than 4,000 feet long. All grass, but we landed, took off, and landed again, and took off again within that same amount of space. After bouncing back up into the air, we climbed over the airfield in this little plane. It was perfectly trimmed and climbed up through 2,000 feet at over 500 feet per minute. Next thing I knew, 
I heard the power pushed up and the pilot executed a 120 degree roll, almost inverted, picked up some speed and then threw the nose straight up and over the top, reaching the apex of the loop. We came down on the other side, brought the nose back straight up into the sky, rolled 120 degrees again and executed a beautiful chandelle, which was followed by a nice barrel, a nice roll, aileron roll. The plane was amazingly nimble, and all of this was accomplished in a patch of sky less than 500 feet from top of loop to bottom of loop. To put that in perspective, when I flew the T-6 as an instructor in Mississippi, it would require two to 3,000 feet from top to bottom of a loop, and we were doing it in 500. We pulled at least four Gs on a couple of the maneuvers, and it was so much fun. I'd forgotten how much fun it was to throw a plane around the sky because I had, like I said, I had had a four or five year break at that point from flying and this was just the beginning. We came back down and he showed me the limits of the plane, slow flight at stall speed where we were maintaining control at only 30 kilometers an hour. Yes, you heard that right. 30 kilometers an hour, that's 20 miles an hour. That's not fast, and we were not falling out of the sky. What was follow- That was followed by stall work with instant recovery, no loss of altitude. Ultimately, one of the highlights was the hovering. Okay, it wasn't really hovering, but he put the flaps out, hung at stall speed of 45 kilometers an hour, climbed and descended essentially over a very small circle. We also might have scared some fishermen by flying right over their heads at about 10 feet. Very few rules out there in Serbia sometimes. The plane was a Sila 450, and it's a pretty cool plane. That day was definitely worth the time it took to drive out there for a visit. That day was truly the most adventurous day, as are many of the days of my life. I've had a very adventurous life. Hope I made you airsick. The G's were totally worth it. Now, why am I telling you this story when I talked about being self-aware? I tell you this story because this adventure presents one of life's biggest challenges to you. To me at the time. Doing what you need to do in the time allotted to you and enjoying it. Self-reliance or self-awareness includes the ability to find solutions to our own problems and our own challenges. Challenges are not just time-related, and they're all around us. It doesn't matter what the challenge is. You have the opportunity to choose how you respond to it. Self-awareness is the ability to know what is going on in your head so that you can choose your responses and choose what you want to do next, not have those responses chosen and dictated for you without your choice, without your approval. And that's where the subconscious comes in. You see, you have one life. You choose how you live it. If challenges are making you feel lost, alone, depressed, anxious, you need to assess where you're at. This life is a journey of self-discovery. I learned at an early age that I loved flight and flying and adventure and craziness and doing all the different things that excite me. Climbing trees, jumping out of trees, shooting, flying, 
riding horses, you name it. I try it. I enjoy adventure. And I love other things like helping people. Hence this podcast. Therefore, in the interest of self-awareness, self-discovery, I offer you a number of questions you can ask yourself to identify the things you think about and what is affecting you. These are best to write in a journal. This is great journaling practice. But you can write them anywhere and then review them at your leisure. What would I want to experience in life if time and money were not an issue? Isn't that a great question? How do I want to grow? What do I want to contribute to this world? Who am I and why am I here? Where am I going? How do I want to be remembered when I'm gone? If I achieved all of my life's goals, how would I feel? How can I feel that way along the way? What is most important in my life? What do I value the most and what am I most passionate about? What brings me the most joy and sense of peace in life? What does a successful life look look like to me? What do others admire in me? What unique gift do I want to share with the world? What are my top five values? If you don't know, ask the five people who know you well. What does a successful life look like to me? Did I already say that one? If I didn't, oh well. And finally, what are my top 10 achievements in life? These journal prompts are not mine. I got them from the Freedom Mastery Journal. They're great and they make you think. If you don't take time to look into your inner self, your mind, you may find trouble dealing with the challenges life presents you. You have to overcome the natural man. You have to gain control over your body and mind. Why is that important? You require a body to live, but your spirit is given a body which is subject to the desires and wants and needs which you must learn to control. You need to become aware of all aspects of yourself. You can broaden these ideas as you you journal to gain even more understanding of yourself. Some more questions. What does it mean to be family? What does it mean to be friends? Where are you going in life? Can friends become family when family isn't there? And one of my favorites, are you treading water and just passing through life? Or are you actively trying to improve? What I love about self-awareness is that it can be all-encompassing. You can delve deep and truly find your motivations, your hopes and dreams, your heartaches. You can put it all out and analyze it. In doing so, you set yourself up for growth. You set yourself up to improve, and after all, isn't improving your life the whole purpose in becoming your best self? Now ask yourself this question. What trials have I gone through, and what trials will I still go through? I don't know what trials you've gone through, and I don't know what trials you'll still go through. But we do know that everyone has trials. A few years ago, one of my friends suffered a pan anxiety or panic attack. 
Another was on the point of losing their kids because of selfish lies told by an ex. Tiffany and I spent four years separated out of eight due to deployments and required military travel. Another friend suffers from financial troubles. Actually, a lot of us suffer from this one. Maybe you have had miscarriages, lost parents, been fired, or underemployed. Maybe you've suffered negative effects from COVID or vaccines, or you name it, you fill in the blank. You have trials. We all have trials. The question is, how are you coping? Are you just coping or are you surviving and thriving and moving forward in your life? A wise counselor friend once told Tiffany and I, either you've just finished going through a trial, are currently in one, or are about to begin one. Something to that effect. Basically, saying that trials and hardships will come and you can't stop them, but you can learn how to respond in healthy ways, grow to overcome them, and turn to the Lord for mental, emotional, and spiritual support. How awesome would it be if each of us took the time to look around and instead of focusing on our problems and challenges, the things overwhelming us, we focused on others and provided service. Would the world be a different place? I believe it would. The Lord suffered your pains, your griefs, your trials, so that he can know how to succor you when you're suffering. And if you don't know the word succor, it means to comfort. That is, if you learn how to turn to him. Often, more often than you know, other people's cries and prayers are answered by your kind efforts on their behalf. It could be as simple as calling a friend out of the blue. It could mean offering a listening ear, not trying to fix things that can't be fixed, but just being there for them. It could be going and helping box up someone's house, painting walls, cleaning rooms, doing dishes or laundry. Tiffany, my wife, is an expert at this kind of service and is my personal hero in this respect. I love and admire my wife for the service that she gives others. I hope I can be as generous in giving of my time as she is. It could simply be taking a plate of cookies to a new neighbor, bringing a fresh-baked loaf of bread to a sick friend, or offering and watching children so a couple can go on a date night without kids. You see, trials happen. Friendship helps mitigate the pain of a lot of trials. But the key is if we want friends, we have to be the kind of friend we want to have. I love my friends. I love counseling and listening and being there for them. If you make an effort to do that this week, it'll be an amazing week for many people. I may have gotten a little off topic regarding self-awareness, but that's okay because as you learn about yourself and become aware of your life purpose, you will become that friend you want to have. You will become the person you want to be. You will figure out what your mission and vision in life needs to be. This is the power behind coming self-aware. This is the power of leaning on the Lord to know yourself. This is the power behind the law of attraction. You become your thoughts. You become what you think about. You become the person you want to become by designing and thinking about the person you want to become. And as you become the person you want to become, you'll experience adventure and happiness and joy, and you'll find yourself helping more people, having a life of abundance, and you will feel fulfilled.
This is the power behind self-awareness. This is the power behind self-awareness. Do you get it? As you look into your mind, as you look into yourself, answer these questions on a daily basis or on a weekly basis. Answer the questions. Find out who you are, what you want, and your passion. And go after it. Go after it. As you become more self-aware, you will know what fuels you. Like for me, helping other people, having adventures, seeing the world, and being a good friend. These are things that fuel me. They strengthen me and build me up to be a better person. As you look into your mind, you will find the things that help you to become the best person that you want to be. You will be able to design your best life. This is Todd Talks, and I know that you will be able to design your best life as you become aware of what drives you. We're available on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are heard. I ask you, subscribe. Get your friends to subscribe. If this is helpful to you, please leave positive feedback because that helps us to be seen more and provide more people with good quality instruction. Have a blessed day. (laughs) 